With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Joining us now, Broward County Chief Judge Jack Tudor. Of course, recently we had the policy change coming from the county regarding bond reform. And Judge Tudor joining us now to talk about this policy change. Appreciate you making the time. Thank you uh, for inviting me. All right, so if you'll give us an idea of what changes as a result of this order. Well, okay, first, this was an order from the circuit court. Uh, The county didn't have anything to do with it. The county only provides the facilities uh, for the jail and the court system. But the purpose of this uh, bond reform order uh, was to try to uh, change a degree of fairness in the overall system. The way the bond schedule has been for the last 35 years, if you're arrested for a minor offense and you do not have any money in your pocket or you cannot afford to hire a bondsman to assist you, you may sit in jail on a very low-level offense for some period of time. So what we tried to do was instill um, fairness into the bond system by making those persons who pose uh, a danger to society, those that would hurt you or I or your neighbor, those folks now have to see a judge. They don't get out on a convenience bond. And all of those persons who were charged with lower-level offenses now will be released on their own recognizance but have to return to court to answer for the charges that uh, they were arrested for. Judge Tudor, you bring up the conversation of, of equity based upon means within these circumstances. And, you know, if you take a look at some of the underlying factors, uh, certainly the case can be made that prisons are overcrowded, staffing shortages for prison guards, uh, I know takes its toll. And to your point, those that would be released this way Without posting bond, if they had the money, they would be. At the same time, are those necessarily good reasons to go ahead and and reform a process where those who have means are held to that financial account? Well, first off, uh, under the new bond order, everybody who commits a crime against a person or poses a public safety danger is going to have to see a judge. They're not eligible for convenience bonds now at all, whereas in the past, if someone, for instance, assaulted somebody in a bar as a result of a fight, uh, they were arrested, they were taken to jail, they may have a standard convenience bond that's in the system for $2,000 or $1,000. So they get a bondsman or they get their family to post the bond and they're out of custody. The same person who was charged with the same offense, um, who does not have access to a bondsman and does not have funds, and we're primarily talking about people who are minorities, or people that are poor. That person is not going to be able to bond out of jail, and they're going to have to sit in jail until their case is called before a judge. So the whole system, in terms of fairness, needs to be changed. You can't uh, put people in jail on low-level offenses. It costs our taxpayers now about $197 a night to house that person, plus if that person has any underlying medical care that they need, The jail is duty-bound to provide that to the person while they're in our custody. 
What needs to happen is we need to have assurances that those persons will show up for court and answer for their charges. And the vast majority of the people that we're talking about here that are on the lower socioeconomic scale, they don't have two nickels to leave Broward County. So they're not a flight risk at all. So our goal, and, and let me say this, it, we worked on this order for three years. It has the complete support of the, of the uh, state attorney, the public defender, and the chief law enforcement officer, the sheriff. Their uh, teams of people were intimately involved in these changes, and so I just think it's a long-term coming that we have a bond order that reflects what's going on in society as, as a whole. So, Judge Tudor, we've seen a lot play out across the country that has not been good over the past couple of years in terms yeah. of defund efforts, state attorneys perhaps not holding certain criminals to account that's come back to lead to more violence, more crime within uh, certain communities. That's not been the case in South Florida. Do you have concerns that starting to loosen the reins a little bit in the way that we've handled things could lead to an increase in crime? Well, not at all. Uh, our bond order is the complete opposite of what's going on in some of the larger metropolitan cities that we've heard about where someone is, is let out on a violent crime within hours of being arrested. Under our bond order, you're not going to be able to bond out on a convenience bond, which you could have done in the past. You are going to be compelled to see the judge. The judge is going to then dictate release conditions, whether that's on an ankle monitor or pretrial release or whatever the conditions would be. So our AO and the state attorney attached to our AO hundreds and hundreds of crimes that the person has to see the uh, judge on um, as opposed to a convenience bond. So I'm not worried about this. Are there going to be instances where people are let out of custody and they commit another crime while they're out? Well, that happens all the time, whether you're on a convenience bond or a bond. So, you know, you, you can't, of course, predict behavior, but having a judge look at their their record and why they're there, uh, if they've committed a crime against a person, I think is the uh, greatest test to decide whether that person should be out of custody and if so, what are the release conditions? Almost no person can be held in the county jail awaiting a crime, awaiting charges on a crime, unless it is um, a first-degree type uh, felony where murder's involved or rape or some crime like that. Everybody's entitled to release conditions at the end of the day except certain violent crimes. Judge Shooter, you mentioned that you put a few years into this policy. Were there specific studies or data that you analyzed as part of the determination? Well, when I first became chief judge, this is what struck my ire. I started looking at who, first off, under the rules of judicial administration, there's a provision that requires the chief judge to be responsible for all of the persons that are in the county jail. Now, that doesn't mean I supervise over the sheriff or anything like that, but I'm responsible for uh, persons who are in custody of the sheriff. When I started looking at uh, crimes like trespassing, crimes like prostitution, uh, you know, certain low-level crimes, uh, breaking into a car, things like that, and I saw those persons were being held in custody on bonds, $500 and less, I said, there's something inherently unfair about this, because all of the people who may have been charged with the same crime that had $25 in their pocket, they walked out of jail scot-free by paying the convenience bond. So holding people on low-level charges is just the wrong way to treat a criminal justice system, number one. And at some point in time, 
the taxpayers will ultimately decide what kind of a system they want because we're our jail our jail is about three hundred and thirty six million dollars a year just in jail services here in Broward County. So I think the look was more what's fair, who should we hold, who's posing a risk to society here, who's committing the crimes of violence, focus on those persons as far as their release conditions. But the others come back to court. They may ultimately have to go to jail, Brian, but to be sitting in the county jail for us holding them on these low-level bonds just seemed inherently unfair to me. Judge Tudor, if it turns out that there is a high rate of recidivism for those that otherwise would have been detained, uh, would the order be reconsidered at that point? Yeah, sure. Of course, we're going to look at this as time travels. One thing we're worried about uh, that I've been working on, trying to get the jail system uh, computers to talk to the clerk's computers so that persons know when their next court date are, that we still have not bridge that gap just yet. But what I'm worried about, of course, is where they're given instructions where to call and what to do when they're released from jail on their own recognizance as far as finding out their new trial date. Some of the downside to this has not been people committing crimes while they're released. The downside has been that they uh, didn't show up for court when they were supposed to because they didn't either pay attention or whatever the issue was, and a no-bond caveat was issued. So now they they're charged with trespassing, they don't show up for court, they could get a no-bond KPS, so they may have to sit in the county jail until their new court date. So that's the kind of data we're going to be looking at to see what the uh, what the uh, imperfections of this uh, would be. But we absolutely are going to continue to evaluate this this bond order as, it, as we progress through this. Broward County Chief Judge Jack Tudor, thank you very much for the time and the explanation. Thank you very much for inviting me. Have a good day.